Welcome back to That Was The Women's Week That Was, the WRN special review of the 19th of August 2023, recorded on the 20th of August 2023, just after the Lionesses have lost to Spain in the Women's World Cup. And the newsletter theme is sport and a few other matters too. Bit of housekeeping first. We will use the new X feature highlights to post our weekly newsletter in audio format and to make it easier to find, each new edition will be posted in the timeline under highlights. That's where you can also leave comments on the issues covered or support our work. Firstly, WRN congratulates England's Lionesses on getting to the final of the FIFA Women's World Cup in Sydney. It was an incredible success and an inspiration to girls and women everywhere. We also provide an update on our parkrun campaign and are comfortable in our view that the parkrun CEO is championing exclusion, not inclusion. We also look at WRN Australia's actions during the FIFA World Cup taking place over there, respond to a junior rowing article that claims British rowing's decision to retain single-sex events is a reaction to scaremongering. We see apparent censorship in local libraries and cover some press highlights and our letter of support to Tristram Hunt. So what's going on at Parkrun? Our campaign for fairness at Parkrun continues. The CEO of Parkrun, Russ Jeffries, unlocked his Twitter account last week, revealing a tweet that he'd posted in July in which he stated that he was totally comfortable with the Parkrun policy. That is to say, the policy that allows males to record their times as females and win, inverted commas. In case you missed it, he wrote... As a health charity that champions inclusion, I have absolute confidence in our current policy. Doesn't mean we're not listening and engaging, but I'm totally comfortable with our current position. So comfortable that after he was asked perfectly reasonable questions about inclusion, he deleted his Twitter account. Was it something we said? WRN Sports Group has written four letters so far to the Parkrun board asking for an explanation of the policy. No satisfactory reply has been received and we don't agree that Parkrun is listening and engaging. So the campaign continues. We are now contacting Parkrun sponsors to express our views and every weekend we will highlight Parkrun in our social media. WRN Australia has continued its Fair Sport for Women campaign, taking advantage of the FIFA Women's World Cup with billboards in Melbourne and Sydney promoting Fair Sport for Women and WRN Australia. Visiting press, media and the thousands of spectators going to the final at Stadium Australia could see the billboard in Sydney. Check out our timeline to take a look at it. They're really impressive. A response to junior rowing news by Dr Emma Hilton and Jane Sullivan. In response to an article published by junior rowing news, JRN, 
Dr Emma Hilton and WRN's Jane Sullivan wrote an excellent rebuttal to the claims that the British rowing evidence was largely baseless. It took some effort and we are delighted that JRN eventually published this contribution. Jane said, I've personally witnessed the damage to women's sport caused by just one or two transgender women, observed at birth as biologically male but identifying as female, in rowing. I've campaigned for regulatory changes for several years, working with individuals and groups like the Women's Rights Network, Fair Play for Women and Sex Matters. British rowing has recognised that allowing biological males to compete against natural-born women is unfair and damaging to women's sport. Censorship in our libraries WRN Calderdale and Bradford uncovered what seems to be a conspiracy to prevent the public from reading books of a sex-realist nature. Books by gender-critical authors such as Helen Joyce and Kathleen Stock have been removed from the shelves of their local libraries. WRN was told, The decision to remove certain books from library shelves was not political and was a consequence of an internal HR matter. However, due to the overwhelming public interest, it has now been escalated to the Council's Director of Public Services, who has been asked to fully examine the process. WRN Calderdale and Bradford are awaiting a response. A copy of the letter that WRN Calderdale and Bradford wrote to their library is available to use as a template. We provided a copy in our timeline as well as theirs. Here's what they said. Dear David and Jenny, we were dismayed to read an article in The Telegraph yesterday about gender-critical books being removed from library shelves and placed in storage. From our own research over the past 24 hours, we see that several of the books in question are being kept at Heath's store, and your comment to The Telegraph appears to confirm this fact. Following consideration of a formal grievance internally, a number of titles were placed in the lending store. We are extremely concerned that library staff are effectively censoring which books people in Calderdale are and aren't allowed to read, browse on the shelf. We know this is a heated debate. There are several books currently on the library shelves in Calderdale, which many women in our group find offensive. And we also understand that libraries have to cater for a wide range of beliefs and views. Gender critical views are legally protected views under the Equality Act, and all the books in question are lawfully published. Moreover, this issue is of great public interest. As you'll be aware, Material Girls by Kathleen Stock and Trans by Helen Joyce have been bestsellers. For those books to be removed from the shelves so the public does not get a chance to browse them in the library and see them as a legitimate part of a topical political debate is reprehensible and unacceptable. Libraries are a cherished part of British public life and indeed we have librarians in the Calderdale WRN. This form of authoritarian censorship at the behest of individual library staff undermines public support and confidence in our libraries. We would like to know how and why these policy decisions were made. Was this policy decision made at full council and has it been approved by Calderdale councillors? We would like this decision to be reviewed as soon as possible. We look forward to your response. Supporting Tristram Hunt's call for factual information at the Young VNA. 
West London WRN has written a letter of support to Tristram Hunt for his cautious and evidence-based approach to materials on display at the Young V&A. The letter underlines the fact that the safety and welfare of children must come first and that the museum has a responsibility to ensure children are not lied to about the reality of biological sex. Here's what we wrote, dear Tristram. We support the decision to remove two book titles from the shop and a poster from display at the Young V&A. The safety of children is paramount. The 14 and unders, at whom the Young V&A is aimed, are only just learning how to question and challenge adult concepts and are often easily influenced. They should not be presented with any ideology in the no-debate format that gender ideology is usually framed particularly when it comes from a source as reputable and authoritative as the VNA. It's normal for young people to try on different identities and experiment in the process of discovering who they are. They should be free to do so, within reason. But they should not be encouraged to hate their own bodies or be sold the lie that biological sex can be altered or that gender identity should take precedence over it. The VNA has an internationally renowned power to educate and influence. It is also a place of joy, wonder and discovery. Please let it continue as such and stand firm against critics, whether they be VNA staff, the general public or other organisations who prioritise ideology over children's welfare. WRN in the press on censorship via public Wi-Fi. The Mail on Sunday reported that sex realist websites are being blocked by trains, coffee shops and railway stations. An investigation revealed that one in three networks are denying access to sites that recognise that sex is real and binary, which Labour MP Rosie Duffield described as sinister and disturbing. Great Western Railway blocked the website of Sex Matters, claiming it had been flagged as associated with terrorism and hate. At three branches of Pret-a-Manger across London, the WRN and Transgender Trends websites were blocked. WRN's Claire Lanerigan said, Pret let us access porn sites. We could access another to buy guns. So we question why there must be safeguarding around sex-based rights. And on the capture of the NHS. Daily Mail reported on the capture of the NHS on Monday. WRN founder Heather Binning said, The guidelines use the language of gender ideology repeatedly and explicitly note that activist organisations, including Stonewall, helped to write them. They are representing the law as Stonewall would like it to be and not how it is. Thank you for listening to That Was the Women's Week That Was on the WRN podcast. You can donate to WRN via our website, You can subscribe to this podcast and the YouTube channel. You can buy the merchandise at violetvend.com. You can follow us on social media and you can sign up to our mailing list and forward the emails to interested friends and family. And do join us over at womensrights.network. And don't forget, courage calls to courage everywhere. Everywhere.